This podcast contains adult language, mature situations, bartering, overindulging in apples, mystical beings, and the wisdom of the wise wolf. Listener discretion is advised. Episode 208, Things in This World That Make Me Wise. Good afternoon, good morning, and hello, and welcome to another episode of the Spark and Manga Review, some podcasts and very reviews about Canadian narratives. I'm your host, Zan, saying konnichiwa, aloha, bonjourno, and what's up? Yes, we're back for another fun-filled episode, and I'm excited because this is an episode that I've been actually wanting to do for a while, and we finally got to do it. Took a while because that one, that only the wheel of manga, took a long time to get to it, but we've gotten there, and I'm pretty excited about it. Now, before we get any further, let me take some of the basics out of the way. If you're joining us for the first time, welcome. As I said before, Sparkin is some podcast and very reviews about Connect the Enhanced Narratives. Every episode, we talk about one to two different geek properties. It could be a movie, it could be a game, it could be a TV series, it could be a concert, it could be a convention. And I tell you about it, the pros and the cons about it, what's worth checking out about it, why it's not worth checking out, and if it's worth investing your time in. Now, you don't have to agree with anything I say, but I've heard them a little bit entertaining, just a little bit. And also, it's now going on nine years, so I think I know a little bit about doing this. But you can check out any of our earlier episodes at www.spirekin.com. You can email me at zan at That's X-A-N, not Z-A-N. We are on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, MySpace, Tumblr, we're on Snapchat and a few other social media things. You can check all that information out at our show notes on the website, Sparkin.com, and on Facebook. And our future events where I will be speaking at are going to be at, since we just did Anime Boston, which was a lot of fun. Uh, the next thing I'm going to be doing is CPAC, Castle Point Anime Convention. Fuck, Zan, you gotta edit that part out. So the next thing we're gonna be talking about is... So the next public event is Anime Boston 2017. I'm actually really excited for it, because I got five panels going on. It's gonna be the Retro Anime Panel, which is the different themes from the Retro. That's gonna be Friday the 31st at 5 o'clock p.m. in Panel Room A. I've got Thieves of Anime and Manga on Friday the 31st, 7.30 p.m., Panel Room 306. I got teaching in manga 
a hazardous occupation about teachers. That is on Saturday the 1st of April, April Fool's Day, at 2 p.m. in room 309. I have From Under the Bed, Horror and Anime and Manga. That's also on Saturday the 1st at 11 p.m. in room 306. And finally, I've got 22 retro manga recommendations for grown-ups on Sunday the 2nd at 10.30 a.m. in room 207. I'm really excited for these because I like the fact that they gave us that um, theme of retro, so I had to go for old school stuff, and I think they came out really good. I hope you check it out, and if you have any questions, you email me and let me know what is going on, and what you liked and what you didn't like about it. I'm going to be posting all of the information on the website, trying to be a little more interactive with the website so it's a little more intriguing and fun. Also, I know that I'm a little behind with the release of the review of my trip to Japan, but I'm trying to get all my pictures together, trying to make it cohesive i actually have a notebook where i wrote all the notes from every day that i was in japan actually to journal so i'm just trying to figure out the best way to do it i don't want to just read my notebook and be like that's it because there's so many fun things i want to talk about i just want to control and make it have the best way to show what it was like in japan so it's going to come out soon don't worry about it either way so as you can tell i'm a little excited today because we're talking about a series which i thought i wouldn't like because of a lot of things originally, but I actually love this series. And I like it so much that I actually got the hardcover complete collection of the light novel. And this is the first one to do that, where actually for the anniversary, they took all 17 volumes of the light novel and put them into one big book. It is like a fucking Claire Bible. It is huge, it is authentic, and Yen Press did an amazing job with this. So I am very excited to talk about this great series. But, in order for me to get into that, let's talk about this series, the history about it. Now, this is a series that was originally a light novel that was written by Izuna Hasekura. And it was made back in 2006, I believe. Hold on one second. Let me just get the basic. Okay, yeah. So, it was released in 2006 originally. And then it came out as a manga in 2007. And then... They made two anime series, an OVA, there's a video game, which i am actually been trying to find, and I don't think I'm ever going to find it. Uh, and there's a new video game, and there's a sequel series for this, a new light novel series, which looks really good. And it's going to be very engaging, because the story is so comprehensive and so long and so in-depth, and the world is so intriguing, despite the fact that it is something that has a little bit of an anomaly. Like I said... Uh, this original illustrations for this was by Ju Ayakura, but the manga, which we're reviewing today, was illustrated by Keito Kome. There's a, it's a little bit more, I want to say, fan servicey and not as elegant as the light novel, but it still has a lot of the personality and the style of the original light novel art. Uh, it was published by ASCII Media Works, which over here, they're going to be Yen Press. It is a sentence series, and there are 14 volumes of the manga. There's 19 volumes of the light novel, and it is complete. And there is actually two sequels supposedly coming out, and a bunch of doujinshi. And this is an adventure fantasy romance series, but here's the crazy part about it. It's not like your typical adventure fantasy series where it's not about the swords and sorcery it's actually about bureaucracy and trading and commercialism it is very different 
but it is so engaging and you are intrigued by the this scenario of plots and intelligence over might and the series i'm talking about is okame to koshinryo or in english spice and wolf now this series is about a trader whose name is craft lawrence he's 25 years old and he travels around from place to place in this mythical european setting they don't really say where it is but we know vaguely what it is because there's actually a map and it's somewhere but it is very european you have the influence of the catholic church so it is in europe and it's a very unusual time i'm assuming that this is around the 1500s 1600s we'll say because there is no modern technology at all uh lawrence has a cart with a horse and he trades in furs sugars wheat and various other materials and his goal in life is he wants to start his own shop and he has been on his own after being apprenticed it's his seventh year and his goal like i said is to start his own shop and he just travels around meets people and learns how to barter and trade and he is very good at it and on his trade route he's going to be stopping at this town called parslow and the church has an issue there they say we're going to go there because there's supposedly a pagan ritual going on we're going to put the stop to that because that's not how we roll and it's not really pagan ritual it's just a weird tradition that this town has where they call it the uh capturing of hollow what happens is that when they harvest their wheat they have like a competition to cut down the most wheat and whoever gets the last stalk of wheat or threshold i don't know the exact term for it but whoever gets it is called hollow the wolf and then they catch that person and they put them in a storehouse overnight filled with a week's worth of goodies and sweets. And Lawrence's friend gets picked up by, that's Jure. He gets caught as Hollow and he's happy and good. Because the theory is that Hollow was this wolf god who gave a blessing upon the town. And if you catch hollow things get good if you don't catch hollow things bad happen in the town you know the crops fail and because they caught them it's going to be a great harvest so on and so forth and lawrence isn't able to talk to his friend because you're eyeing him they've been friends for years and he's like uh, i want to talk to him but you're locking him up into a tower and i know that you kind of drive out outsiders so i'll come back next time and we'll hang out talk and i'll catch up with my old friend you know and as he's riding away he's like wondering what the hell am i gonna do now i'm just gonna go up i got my furs i have a couple salt left and i'll figure out what i'm gonna do it's life's okay it's a little lonely he's talking to his horse he's like saying i wish you could talk a little bit like ah no never mind and as he's getting ready to stop for the night he ends up looking in his cart where his furs are because like you know i'll sleep under the furs it'll be nice and he sees a girl there a girl who's naked, young, with wolf ears and a tail. And he's like, what the hell is this? Is she a prostitute? I, uh, excuse me, what are you doing in my thing? And this girl starts talking in very formal, old language. And she says, uh, I am hollow. <laughs> he's like, wait, what? Your, your name's hollow? Or you have a deformity? What? What is this? And she says, I'm the wise wolf. 
And actually, what she says is... Yoink. Uh, Tis a good moon. Have you no wine? And he's like, wait, what? What are you, what are you, demon or something? He's like, no, 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 I'm not a demon, but thank you for helping me with my escape. And he's like, wait, what do you mean by your escape? What are you? And he's like, I'm hollow. As I said, I haven't taken this form for a while. And I was bound to that place. uh, And they called me a god. But I'm nothing so great. I'm just merely hollow. I'm me. And he's really confused by what it, what's wrong with this girl? Is she lying? Is she this? Is like, so were you born in the time? Like, no, I was born up north in a place called Yotsu. And Lawrence is like, wait, wait, Yotsu? That's a place that hasn't been around for centuries. That was a city that was destroyed years ago. And he's like, uh, yeah. So he's like, how the hell does she know this? And he doesn't believe her that she is the wise wolf. That she is something else until... She says, well, if you don't believe me, I could turn to my real form, or kind of, but it's kind of hard, and I need blood or I need grain. So she eats some grain, and she turns her arm into a giant wolf paw. He's like, okay. And the whole reason why she's there is because the people of the village no longer really worship her. They blame her for problems which aren't her fault. She's like, look, the deal was that I would make their town plentiful and even though we'd have a year of no of bad harvest, it would be good. But they no longer really believe in me. They don't care about me, so I said I had to get out of here. And unfortunately, how I travel is I go through wheat. So as long as there's a stock of wheat, I'm bound to it. And the trick is that because they're harvesting I was stuck in the piece of wheat that they caught but however if there's another bunch of wheat I could transfer from one to the other as long as it's that precise moment and he was there with the wheat so it's kind of a very weird situation where because he was there she was able to transfer from there there bound to their location to his cart and specifically to this wheat that's in his cart. And she's willing to travel with him. And she wants to travel with him because she wants to go home. But she wants to adventure a little bit. And he's like, okay. Because he sees this girl show that she's actually something else. She's a huge wolf. But in human form. And he's like, okay. Sure. you can. We could kind of go travel together. And so he, they end up having this partnership as they travel around to go take Hollow back to Yotsu. And it goes into this very long episodic story of these two as they travel along. And there's a lot of engaging adventures and misadventures which happen. Like the fact that Hollow's a drunk. She likes apples. She's very intelligent. She's able to tell when people are lying. You have her going with these adventures and her acting very peculiar she kind of acts like a courtesan she's very intelligent very cultured she doesn't use contractions so everything is very absolute but she's well she's not humble at all she's very i'm I'm super smart and i know more than most of you but the fact is that i don't know everything and i'm willing to admit that and that's what makes me wise and makes me smart Hence the reason for the title. And she is someone who's very intelligent, but she knows there's... And Lawrence is someone who 
he has this experience from traveling and from trading and it it his world spins upside down because he's now with this deity essentially who is helping him out and is smarter than him but it comes as culture clash and like i said earlier the whole thing is it's a lot of business aspect to it it's like the first real scenario is they meet this guy who has a scheme where the currency of the time is made of silver it's like 20 percent silver and they have a new one which is going to be 30 percent silver and the deal is that he wants them to get all the old silver and then they'll sell it to him and they'll make a profit from it and I know this sounds insanely boring, but it's so engaging because it is very creative how it is explained. It's a lot of wheeling and dealing and trading, and it is enthusiastic. And you do want to see how all these deals will end up. It is, it's different. It is very different. Not going to lie. It is something just, it's, very merchant based and very com- not commercialist it's very i can't find the word to use for it that's how that's how unique this is cuz it is something that is very different it is just cuz usually if it's a, a historical piece it's either going to be about a knight or someone fighting the bad guys and there's sword play and there's action adventure this is not that at all it's just about these two traveling and their misadventures and they're dealing with all these different scams and well they're not scams they're business settings and they're different deals and they are engaging but the thing which is what really makes this series great is it's the relationship between these two of hollow and lawrence and as they have growing affection towards each other. You have the fact that Hollow is immortally young. And she has to realize the fact that. Hey she could be with Lawrence for his entire life. But Lawrence won't be with her for her entire life. Lawrence will literally just be a, a blink in her life. And you have that going on. You have all of these different situations going on also like i said you have a sequel series involved with lawrence and hollow's daughter muri that came that's actually going to be coming out may of this year so kind of a little bit of spoilers of the series it is a very long running series it is 17 volumes in the light novel and the manga is 10 volumes in and i really do think that this is something different and usually i'm like Oh, business stuff is boring. I don't want to read about actuaries. I don't want to read about how this is how you do a business deal in this way. You need to address this lord. And then after speaking to that lord, you need to have a letter of conferment from. I find that very boring. It's also why I don't like the basic story of Dune. Dune is very bureaucratic. It's, it explains 40 pages of how in order to assassinate someone, you need to have approval from six people. Then it has to be subsectored over here. Bureaucracy is not something which is very interesting to me, but this, it does something different with it. And to anyone who likes a more engaging and slow-paced but fulfilling story, I highly recommend this. It is 
a little slow. Like I said, it's not action-packed. This is more intellectual fighting. It's not physical fighting. It is coming out on top using your mind and your wits, not your brawn or your muscles. The other part about this is, like I said, you have the church involved, and the church is hunting down people who are, or beings that are not in their way. They're looking for heretics. They're looking for for non-believers. They're looking for agnostics. And this does go into that fact. It shows the darker side of the church. And similar to how in Berserk you had the whole aspect with the true sea or the holy sea, it gets into a little bit of a dark territory, but not that dark. It's not Berserk level dark, but just show a little bit of the persecution of agnostics and non-religious folks and hollow's in a weird place because hollow is a wolf she looks human but she's a wolf and they think she's a demon so you have that going on as well so as i said the art style is very different from the light novel the light novel it's every 70 pages you have a beautifully drawn sketch meanwhile in the manga you have actually the first volume you have color pages in the middle of the manga. And I found that really cool. It's when you, Lawrence first meets Hollow and you see her, well, looking very cute and sexy underneath her, uh, the furs. And you see her howling at the moon with her little cute little fangs. It's just something very ethereal about her. And I like that she's drawn, she's cute, but she has an, otherworldliness about her she also has a little bit of an innocence to her because she's also loves eating and loves drinking some of the side characters not so much though i'm not gonna lie there is a character that they introduce who is the beginner of the scam this is the guy i told you about who he's kind of a jerk well he's not a jerk he's just something different his name is zurin and he just he's supposed to look douchey but i don't like the way he's drawn he looks very unusual. Just something's off about him. The style is very shaded. What I mean is a lot of shade lines, a lot of imperfections, and I kind of like that. It does look hand-drawn, not as perfect as computer-drawn, and it looks sketched, and I do like that. That's something which engages me greatly. Like My favorite images are honestly... Like, the hollow memories, where she's a wolf, and it's literally just her remembering, you know, like, when I'm hunting, sometimes I'll climb a tree, the forest looks different from on high. Talking about how you change your perspective, you can figure out things, and her image is almost like a picture in an old storybook. And I like that design. It looks very different from the typical manga style, where it's like, okay, they look like manga characters, and suddenly, wait, this looks like it was from out of an old book from the 1600s. I like that they did that. And it's engaging. And it is a little different. Now, if you've watched the anime, there are a lot of differences. Like, for example, there's a character in the anime named Claire. She's only in the anime. She replaces his friend Uriah, the guy who caught the wolf and he was locked in the storage shed. Because he's a character that shows up and he meets again. And he actually knows that, well... He's someone who knows what Hollow is, but he also is trying to persecute her and turn her over to the church to be burned. So he's kind of a bad guy. 
And he's a lot more interesting than Chloe, because Chloe, the anime original character, she's more like, oh, I love Lawrence, but I don't like Halo, so I'm going to say she's a, a horrible demon, so we could burn her, even though I know she's a demon. So it's just kind of like, it gives her a stupid reason for wanting to burn her. It's like her motivation is that she's in love with Lawrence. Meanwhile, Uray, his whole thing is that he's someone who is avowing his faith in modern times. He's thrown away his old faith and he now believes in the Catholic Church and or the Christian Church and he's pushing towards it. And it, He's just a more developed character, I think. Also, the light novel had more time. There's some other characters you have. You have, like, Nora, who is a shepherd. And then you have uh, Fermi, who is a... Well, he's a guy that is in love with Hollow. And he's kind of dumb about it like he actually thinks that hollow is like the lady personified and he's going to do anything he can to get her from lawrence because lawrence is holding a contract over her even though he's not it's very novella-esque very soap opera-esque but it's all engaging it's all fun it's all you know, you can't wait to read what happens next and see where it goes. And will Hollow make it to Yotsu? And will Lawrence and Hollow stay together? Will they still love each other? Will they care about each other? Are they going to love each other? And the manga takes a little bit longer. The ma- the light novel by volume 8, that is resolved. <laughs> the anime, it's resolved by season 2. So. Either way. This is something very different. It is a very diverse and unique series that is something which is different. Because, as I've pushed on it, this is about economics and trade and peddling. I definitely recommend this to anyone who enjoys fantasy or wants something different in their manga. It's something that you could actually show to non-manga fans and they will enjoy it. The light novel especially. The manga, well, Hala looks like she's 15 even though she's centuries old. So that's kind of a, you get a little bit, you might get in trouble for that. But the actual book and the story you can actually push off and explain it and people would be interested in it. Highly recommend it. And for the second week in a row, I'm going to be using our highest rating, which is, this is really, really, really fucking cool. If you don't read this now, your brain will freeze, your eyes will swap, and your soul will be so for- Forfeit to the Great Slomo Gustar. It's really good. All three versions of this series are amazing. The light novel is amazing. Like I said, the actual book... I cannot even describe how beautiful it is. It is one of the most beautiful things I own. It's almost... Le- it looks... It's full leather bound. It is inscribed in an engraved way. And it looks like something that you put on your shelf... Or on your coffee table, and it's like a clear Bible. I could show this to guests, and they'll be like, this is beautiful, what is it? The manga itself is a great adaptation. It's a little bit more fast-paced than the light novel, and a lot more fast-paced than the anime, but it is still just as good. The anime, it's different, but it it's more accessible. So each version of this is worth checking out the manga though which was what we're reviewing i really enjoy it 
I can't express my love for it enough. I really can't. So if you have a chance, check out the manga. It is very good. Um, like I said, there are currently 10 volumes out. So if you want to find the first one, you're probably going to have to go online or go to Barnes and Nobles and order it, or you're going to have to go to your local con and see if they have the first volume in the dealer's room. But I highly recommend it. I think that's all I'm going to say about this series. I've talked about the art style. I've talked about the characters, how they are so endearing and they're so alive. And they're still intriguing, and I'm still fascinated by my wanting to know where they go next. So, check it out. I hope you guys enjoy Spice and Wolf. And if you don't like it, tell me why you don't like it, or what you think about it, why you think I didn't do well. This manga justice, I think I did. I would have liked to have had more people talking about this because some people really want to talk about it, but we're all busy. So, let me know what you guys think. hope you guys really do like Spice Wolf. Let me know what you think. So, remember, you can check out any of our earlier episodes at www.spyrocon.com. You can email me at spyrocon at gmail.com or at zan at spyrocon.com. That's X-A-N at S-P-I-R-A-K-E-N dot com. Or you can Twitter me at Twitter at Spyrokin. Also, if you have PSN or Xbox, I'm on there. I'm hopefully going to be getting a Switch soon so I can play. Uh, well, it's a Switch, so I want to Switch, but we'll see. I'm kind of excited for what's going to happen, and we'll see what happens. But either way, remember you can check out me at Anime Boston. I told you the specs earlier. It's also on the Facebook page and on the website. So we'll see, but now let's get to that part you've all been waiting for. What am I talking about? I'm talking about that one. That only. The Wheel of Manga! Friends, the Wheel of Manga, except no substitute. Now, what is the Wheel of Manga? The Wheel of Manga is a Wheel of Fortune with 10 slots on. What we're going to do is we're going to spin that one, that only, the Wheel of Manga. Whatever number it lands on, that's what we're going to review in the next episode of the Spark and Manga Review, because each one has a manga assigned to it. And we've got some great titles and some screwed up titles, and some old school titles. I got one which is really old, which I'm surprised I haven't done yet, even though I talk about it at every con I go to now, because it is such a fucked up story. But, let's see what we're going to review in the next episode while I spin this wheel of manga. Let me use the right hand today. That was a really good spin. Number three. Oh, damn. Of course, this had to come up. This is a series that I thought was pretentious and dumb and stupid and very, well, alt-lifestyle because it seemed a little bit crazy. But after reading it, I have to admit it is one of the, or seeing the anime, it's one of those series that you're like, wait, what the hell? Why is this good? Why do I like this? But I do. And I know I've got a lot of Like It series but it is it. Uh, so, I don't even know what to say about this. I mean, because if you haven't heard about this series, I don't know what you've been doing. Because, haven't you heard? It's Sakamoto. It is about the... Well, it's Sakamoto. I cannot say anything else about Sakamoto, but it's Sakamoto. So, check it out. Hope you guys enjoy. Uh, thank you for listening to this podcast so long. Email me, let me know what you think. And I talk to you guys next time. If you go to Anime Boston, definitely check out my panels. I would appreciate it. See you guys later. I'm Zan and I'm Gonsville. Catch you guys next time. Bye. Seven up.
from the witch's tree. With seven seeds to plant inside of me. In springtime, I grew a magic song. Then skipping along, I sang the song to everyone. I look up the walls through upper eyes. Myself a slice of sunshine pie. I dance with the peanuts, butterflies. Dear time went and told me to say hello, but we're goodbye. Sun, sun, sugar stars. Oh, good sun in the jar. And we surround the world. Oh, we surround. Lord, who was handsome prince, so I was.